This episode of The Rock Fight is brought to you by GearTrade. Since 1999, GearTrade.com has been your go-to home for unnew outdoor gear and apparel. You know you have that jacket, pack, or tent that has been left out of your past few adventures. Why not load it all in a box and let GearTrade sell it for you? Heck, they'll even send you a box and a free shipping label. It's that easy to get cash money for all the stuff you're not using. Head to GearTrade.com and click on the Sell Your Gear tab to learn more. GearTrade.com. Welcome to The Rock Fight, where we speak our truth, slay sacred cows, sometimes agree to disagree. I'm Colin True, and joining me today will be fine today, as long as he doesn't tie me to the bumper. It's Justin Hausman! My uh, my neighbor this morning at 5 a.m. left to go to the airport, and uh, he had, he's, he's got his, they're taking his, he's taking his dog. I helped him yesterday put this, like, dog carrier on the back of his car. And after Had you just the watched dog, the movie? Exactly. The dog is not in the carrier, obviously, on the way to the airport, but he will. the dog will go in the carrier on the plane. But I could not help but think about that poor little dog in vacation as we were doing it. Well, because of that anecdote specifically, as you no doubt could tell by the title of this episode and that, oh, nice background. Thanks. That's we are back with another outdoor movie review. What makes an outdoor movie review different from any other movie review, you may ask? Well, we'll tell you. Justin and I. We watched it outside. <laughs> we watched oh, we projected it on a on a tree i watched it on my laptop in a in my on my front porch we That's carved it. it we carved our projector out of a piece of wood with a multi-tool <laughs> <laughs> we used a we used an apple as the projector yeah and a bong uh, <laughs> justin and i are not only top of the pyramid outdoor enthusiasts but we also have real lives and some would say that we're cinephiles and today we're going to voltron together those two skill sets watch a movie known for its outdoor elements and determine if that movie makes us want to go outside the highest acclaim an outdoor themed movie can achieve and even though we've already tipped our hand justin what movie are we watching today we are watching national lampoon's vacation not the 2015 version. I don't know if National Lampoon made that, but with they you didn't. Are... It's just that's just vacation. And is that the remake? It's it's a uh, it's Rusty now as the father. Ed Helms portrays Rusty. Guys, huh, grown Ed up. Ed Helms. Yeah. Is, it worth, is that worth watching? Not according to some of the reviews I read doing research for this episode about the original National Lampoon's vacation. Well, I sure didn't remember that that was a thing because when you you know you Google vacation streaming, that's what pops up, and I right. was all set. And I'm like, wait, what the fuck is this? Yeah, it kind of. I've never referred to the this movie as National Lampoon's Vacation. It's just always been Vacation. But now yeah. you need to make that differentiator if you're doing any research about it because it definitely takes you to the 2015 one. But it's so weird how that was like a thing, right? Like the, I mean, they obviously did those three vacation movies, but didn't they National yeah. Lampoon? That was wasn't that that was like the Harvard that was like a Harvard comedy magazine or something, right? Yeah, yeah. It started at, at Harvard. They actually did a um a kind of a biopic about the guy who started starring Will Forte. Um. Uh, David Wayne or Michael Showalter directed it from the state, but yeah, it was a it was a comedy troupe. They made a magazine, then they started making movies. Caddyshack, I believe, is National Lampoon. Huh. It kind of makes sense actually that it's like it's all things that like upper upper crust white people would would have experience with, you know? Right. Yeah. yeah. Well, this one, National Lampoon's Vacation, the synopsis was is uh, accompanied by their children, Clark Griswold and his wife Ellen. Who Beverly D'Angelo still, you know, just throwing 110 miles per hour in this movie. Just love <laughs> Beverly D'Angelo. Are driving from Illinois to a California amusement park as Clark increasingly fixates on a beautiful woman driving a sports car. The Griswolds deal with car problems and the death of a family member. That's putting it lightly. They reach Los Angeles, but when Clark worries that the trip is being derailed again, he acts impulsively to get his get his family to the park. 
and it was released on July 29th. 1983, hey. we are celebrating the 40th anniversary, the day after you were born, not in 1983. The writer-director on this, just like, John Hughes wrote it, Harold Ramis directed it. Yeah. What a I combo. That, I knew that Egon directed it, but I didn't realize yeah. that John Hughes was involved. And it's hard to tell. I don't know like what makes a John Hughes movie a John Hughes movie, other than they're usually really good. Um, the uh, movie stars, of course, Chevy Chase, Beverly D'Angelo, like we said, Anthony Michael Hall. Dana Barron as young Audrey, and then a host of other notable actors. $61 million box office on a $15 million budget. So it was a pretty big hit as a common R-rated comedy in 1983. Yeah, uh, some of the production facts. John Hughes, they, he wrote a story for National Lampoon magazine called Vacation 58, which was about a family road trip told through the son's point of view. Then Chevy Chase and Harold Ramis rewrote it to be from the, from, from the father's oh. point of view. They thought that would be funnier, which I think was probably smart. Yeah. Filming locations, they filmed on location in Colorado, Monument Valley, Utah, Flagstaff, Monument Valley, Utah, Flagstaff, Sedona, the Grand Canyon itself, Southern California, and St. Louis. The Wally World scenes were shot in Magic Santa. Mountain. Yeah, no? Bad, six, no, no, two, okay. two places. The exteriors were shot at Santa Anita Park in Arcadia, California. And then Six Flags Magic Mountain, uh, the two roller coasters featured were in there in, Valen in Valencia, California. Referring to Walmart as Wally World is often credited to Wally World in Vacation. Huh. The family truckster was created for the movie. They took a 1979 Ford LTD Country Squire station wagon and modified it to lampoon American cars of the late 70s. Very effectively, <laughs> I feel like. And Vacation has been one of the longest running franchises of the last 40 years. Four direct sequels. You have European Vacation, Christmas Vacation, Vegas Vacation, and then the 2015 sort of legacy sequel vacation forgot about and then, vegas vacation i haven't seen that chevy case is in that one too right yeah he is yeah yeah and and eddie's back and everything and then there was one spinoff christmas vacation too which is about eddie getting lost yeah i didn't know this either until i started looking this up he gets lost at sea and at the ce celebrate christmas on like a deserted island or something like that it's all eddie focused yeah, uh, and then terrible. there was an ad campaign for Home Away that ran during the Super Bowl in 2010 that brought back Ellen and Clark and their uh, road trip, or kind of another road trip from, hmm. from hell, and that kind of paid homage to the original film. Has Beverly D'Angelo been in anything else besides the three vacations? She has films? nothing that I could tell you off the top of my head. She's I Ellen. Mean, she's Ellen Griswold. She's Ellen Griswold. Uh, the movie's yeah. currently streaming on Max. And uh, so what qualifies this as an outdoor movie worthy of review? This was a bit of debate, I think, for you and I. I, I just come down to it's a road trip movie, and that's as outdoor as you can get. I mean, the movie's mm -hmm. in most, mostly in a car, which is outside. Well, it also, it's uh, it's funny to think about this, but like a road trip is an outside, that's an outdoor activity. Heck yeah. Which is weird because you're in a car, but it counts. It totally counts. And this, you know, like I have a lot of, issues with this movie eh, i don't have issues with it but um i you know i can't say that i necessarily like it anymore unfortunately after having watched it again but i will say that it, it makes you want to go on a bit of a road trip oh heck yeah i think the the locations that get featured are kind of iconic in the outdoor community you see the grand canyon monument valley mm -hmm. uh going through colorado and different places like that i i think they, it kind of got answered in the opening credits there were 52 different postcards featuring in the featured in the opening credits and most of them are sort of, you know, very core outdoorsy in yeah. nature, you know, places yeah. you would go to. I mean, I grew up in Pennsylvania, the Kittatinny Tunnels on there, the Pennsylvania Turnpike, you got Mount Rushmore, the Portland Headlight. Uh, up well, it just Portland, feels Maine. like summer. You know, it's like yeah. those, those those postcards, they just feel like that feels like summer. The whole thing feels like summer, you know, right. Like it, I, I've done one cross country road trip 
yeah, probably f- 16 or 17 years ago. Yeah. And it's still like one of the highlights of my life. Like, it was amazing. I, I, one of the things that's fun about uh, rewatching a movie like this as you age is that the car never once stood out to me as anything to think about. Mm. You know, I, I probably saw this movie when I was a little kid. I spent most of my youth watching Chevy Chase movies. He was easily my favorite actor when I was uh, up until I was like 30, to be honest. Um, but uh, he or so he was always like the focus to me. Uh, I've never I never once given any thought to the car other than it's a station wagon. And so now to watch it like as a 45 year old dad who's like knows lots about cars and has bought many cars and stuff like I didn't even remember the first scene. I've seen this movie 37 times. I had no idea that Eugene Levy was in it. There's some weird bait and switch <laughs> thing with the, with the wagon like none of that. I like, and then you see it roll out with like the obvious like extra set of headlights. It, it like it just look, it just like random shit bolted onto it. Absolutely amazingly funny, and I that would have just completely escaped me when I was younger. I wouldn't. Yeah. When you're a kid, you're like, I don't know, cars a car, but I don't, I don't get it. Right. So the history, my history, kind of with the franchise, I probably saw European Vacation first, and I, but I, again, that's another one we might need to go back to. I don't really remember it, but I mean, yeah. I've seen Christmas Vacation. I mean, before we, I mean. There was there was Christmas seasons at twenty times. Who so just like you're like oh, I, I mean, put Christmas, it on va- Christmas vacation holds up a lot better, and it's Way I don't better. I don't know if it's just because it's newer and it's it's like closer to our like existence to where it doesn't seem so alien and odd like the humor. But no, I, well, I actually wrote down that it kind of shocked me watching this one is it, that how much Christmas vacation is a little bit of a beat by beat remake of this only. Yeah, exactly. So I don't know. I mean. I was thinking that too because I'm watching it and like the end where uh the Roy or whatever the guy Roy Wally I don't know where the, his name is Roy or they call yeah. him Roy I don't I don't remember where Mr. the Wally. guy who, who's obviously <laughs> supposed to be like Walt Disney like shows up he and, looks just like Walt Disney well that's all, I mean that's clearly the point and and right. kind of was like oh it's all and it's like the nice family oh we get it they were you know they were acting and they're you know all right yep. fine you know what screw it <laughs> I was like wait what is this for I'm watching it I'm like what. This totally reminds me of another movie. What movie? Oh, right. Christmas Vacation. Christmas Vacation. No, the whole yeah. the whole setup, right? You know, Ellen being like, Clark, are you sure? And he's like, oh, you can trust me. Why can't you? Of course you can trust me. And then him finally losing his shit at some point in the movie and have going off on a tirade on the whole family. Like, it just kind of, there's a lot of beats that just get, which I mean, to, why wouldn't you? It makes sense. And they and it does feel like that, uh, you know, this movie, you know, walked so Christmas Vacation could run. I mean, they figured out, they figured out Eddie too, right? I mean, Eddie and Christmas Vacation is iconic. Here he's like yeah. it's kind of a funny part, but it's not the same. <laughs> I uh I I enjoyed I enjoyed like a little window into the idea of there being like adventure mobiles back then. Like when when he goes to pick up right. his car and I forget which one he wanted, but it had like an adventure name. It was like the the you know adventure something sport. In, oh, the sport like, wagon or something like, like that. It was Antarctic blue, but like just the way he was talking about it. Like, well, that's probably how I would talk about like an outback, right? Like, yeah, like that's, yeah. You know, and, this thing uh, I, I in my mind picturing it, which I'm kind of bummed we didn't get to see it because I've got a bit funny to see that against the truckster. But I had like a like a like an old truck, like somewhere between a uh, like like an AMC Pacer and a Crosstrek is probably well, what would have been a, like. It would back then. It would have been. I mean, th- that existed. And it was the AMC Eagle. Like that's oh, what it would have been. In fact, there is an AMC Eagle in it. When he gets gas, it's the car next to him. Ah, uh, yes, I'm pretty sure they only show up for a second when he can't figure out where the gas where the gas tank is. Speaking of which, we should that's a good segue into talking about Chevy Chase because you mentioned he's probably your favorite actor growing up. I think like he's kind of still undefeated. Like even though this this was a little dated, 
It moved well enough, but when he's, he threw the license he's, plate, he's he's great in it. When he, he throws the license plate, I great. laughed out loud. I just, I mean, yeah. I literally laughed out loud, and I knew it was coming. I just like everything he does is still so funny. There's, he's just the king of that. Like, I don't. It's really hard to describe, but it basically it created the foundation of what I think of as like a funny dude should be. Like even now, like like most yeah. of. The things that I've intrinsically adopted as like things I'm going to do that I think are funny all come from like Fletch. I mean, to me, Fletch is 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 probably my favorite movie of all time. Anyway, yeah, I mean, other things in this movie I wrote down like the, you know, like the falling asleep while driving scene, which is iconic. Uh, that you know, you know what happens as soon as he says he can go another hundred miles. You know what's going to happen, but the joke still lands. I love that whole sequence. It's just even when they're panning around the car, and you know when they get to him, he's gonna be asleep. <laughs> but I still laughed when I saw it. Of course, the Aunt Edna stuff just killed me. I, I I couldn't do, I could not handle it. And I like I, I she put she comes on the screen in my head. I'm like, oh, yeah, here comes the 95 year old lady. Like, well, this actress is like 50. Like, she's not old. And <laughs> she's like, she's spoken she, her whole life. She's performing as like she's probably a huge star in something like she's probably like a Vegas actress or she's obviously like a fa- she the who I, I'm guessing anyway. The woman that played Edna seemed like she expected you to know who she was. And she's been in like a, a shitload of other movies and has like this show show time show tunes sort of like quality to her but like i hated all the endless watching this movie before my memory was like aunt edna was the worst and like so watching it this time i'm like oh, she wasn't that bad <laughs> no okay. and, and like you would do that so differently like you could ease you could still have that character now but she'd be older there would be it's just the, the humor is different like that's hard for a character like that because like the, what she was saying just seems she just seemed so old-fashioned it seemed like a really old stereotypical sort of old person ageist kind of humor and i just it just didn't i didn't work didn't land for you in 2023 didn't work i'm sure i thought it was hilarious in 1980 i think i just like clark's reactions to her like i think well, it was that like well first for sure for sure yeah. i mean who who doesn't have like a family member that they absolutely just loads just, just not even like it's not even personal you're just like oh this person's gonna make my life hard do you have any other uh just general thoughts on the movie oh boy i can tell you that it captures the feeling of being an exasperated parent, like so well. Oh, I, I have mean, this. Yeah, I have this later. Like, but yeah, your kids are older than mine. You you can talk to them. You know, like I can't. So, but it doesn't matter. It's a still the same. Like, like why am I in charge when we go on a road trip? I'm in because of the patriarchy. Is, is that why? Is it because of this? <laughs> I know, like, that's a good question. Like, I don't. Is it because like I don't trust my wife's packing ability? Like at some point, as soon as it's like time for the road trip, it's like, well, I'm clearly going to be organizing the shit in the back. Like, there's no question. I'm going to be. I'm going to be dictating when we leave. I'm going to be dictating our route. I'm going to be dictating how the car gets packed. I'm going to be dictating who sits where. All of it. And I don't know why. <laughs> I don't know if it's because of these movies. If my wife just doesn't want to do that. I think part of it is I enjoy that sort of thing. And my wife doesn't. So I just sort of do it. Even though I don't have teenage kids. Like the still the vibe of like getting all these people in the car. Getting everything kind of ready. Kind of deciding where we're going to go. And like being enthusiastic about things other people aren't enthusiastic about. Like <laughs> all of that is perfect. That is completely perfect. And you, I do feel like there are times where I've, if I had a gun, I would have pulled it on somebody for not getting what I want because my family has made me insane. Like there are, there are times like that. So at the, it's funny when you're younger and you watch this movie, you're like, well, nobody's really going to like get to Wally world and get that mad and like take a, you know, pretend to get a gun and like take the security guard under. But you know what? I could, I, I've been that ups- I've been that tired and that disappointed and that uh, upset before to where I, if I had, you know, the wherewithal, I probably would have like pulled some, a gun on somebody and said, no, actually we're going to do this now. Cause I, I, 
So getting into the outdoorsy part of the movie and kind of the best and, and worst moments, we'll actually start with the worst because you brought it up. I mean, I wrote down like it and it maybe it's 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 kind of the best in terms of how it's portrayed in the movie. But in terms of how it made me feel, I'm right there with you. The, I wrote the stress of being on a family road trip, you know, stuff that I thought was funny when I watched this movie as a kid was like stressing me the fuck out now. Like, yeah. I mean, like, you know, like I probably thought it was hilarious, all the stuff that was happening. And now I'm like, oh, my God, like I'd have to like yeah. fix this, like especially yeah. the car breaking down in the desert and actually knowing they didn't have a cell phone and right. the car. I'm like, oh, my God, this is bad. And I'm like yeah. watching vacation, like settle right. down. But like I, like I had this little ping in my belly of like, oh, no, <laughs> that's also the only true adventure part or really like that's the part of the movie where you where Clark kind of is the most alive, you know, like he's so excited. He has a wonderful bonding moment with Rusty, you know, kind of mm -hmm. talks about being you can tell he feels guilty for not being around that much. And like Anthony Michael Hall, by the way, really good in this movie. Really good. Really good. And uh, you can see why he, you know, you kind of assumed he was going to be a big deal you know he was yeah. great in this but um you know and he's just like well i'm gonna walk off into this red rock desert and you know honestly probably he probably thought he was gonna die you know and he was ready oh, he, he would like this is the way i'm this is <laughs> this is fine you know like this is how i want to go out like i've lived a, a sheltered life in chicago i clearly have grander ambitions for being like a, a adventure dude and i'm just gonna head off into the desert and like if i die i die like that was great yeah no <laughs> I, I best outdoor moment i wrote down clark in the desert and monument valley i know monument yeah. valley stepping in for the grand canyon right there but it's like that was that was great and the look at of course then they go to the native americans on horseback be like yeah. <laughs> fucking fucking guy. yeah that was great <laughs> that, that that was all that was fantastic i i really enjoyed that the scene with the with the mechanics like you know, kind of take, you know, of course it would. That's what, I, yeah, dude, give them everything. They saved your life. My second, um, my other, my alternative for best outdoor mo moment, I think that's the far and away the winner. Clearly it is because you said the same thing, but is the Colorado tent camping because it's oh, sort totally. of like, you know, like lodge. And uh, yeah, I'm, this weekend, I, when I, when I wrap up my trip in uh, the Sierra, I'm going to stay in Bishop for a night at the, the East Side guest, guest house or something. It's another one of these lodge, like, you know, field station style places where it's like, it's it, with adventure, adventurous people in mind. And like this was the 1980s version of that. I don't totally. know if that was a real place, but it was. I'm cool. sure it was. I, I mean, there's there. millions of things like that. Like we, every every winter, we stayed. We go to Yosemite every winter. And we stay in the heated tent cabins, and it's the same thing. These canvas like canvas tents with heaters in them, and they're all lined up in a row, and it's fucking miserable. Like right. people right next door to you, and all in your shit, and like loud. And but there's something kind of nice. There is something kind of appealing about that. And you know that that's it's funny because I I don't I don't really enjoy that kind of thing that no i do enjoy it i was gonna say that i don't enjoy being around other people in that sort of situation because i don't really go outside to be in a crowd but there's something kind of neat about that we're all there together and like they're right. all from different walks of life and we're all clearly we all share the sort of love of like rivers and mountains and yeah we're all gonna sleep next to each other and get on each other's toes but so so fucking what i do like that and that part that yeah. part makes you want to do that like when they go him and him and Ellen kind of walk up on the little ridge and kind of look down over the tents and they have like a nice little moment. That that's the other thing too. As a parent, this movie is so different because you just there's like those when they're trying to snatch little moments of like just just the two of them being adults. You know that's great. Or them trying to have sex on the, the like right, right vibrating bed, which I could see you trying. Like oh, we got to try this. And then like your kids coming in, like that's almost Chevy Chase's best scene when he's just like under the blankets trying to pretend like the wife isn't there. I agree. I related to that. Like, it was just sort yeah. of like, you know, these things that, that are funny, but it's also very relatable, you know, like it wasn't, it wasn't just completely off the rails. Except, and this is, so, so the problems with this movie, at least in 2023 come from like, El, El, that's her name, right? Ellen? Ellen, yeah. Not at all his equal. 
and that's a huge bummer like it like at no point in this movie is she his equal and i don't mean that oh from, yeah like yeah. in sense of like a uh like i can't relate to that you know like my right. i can't relate to being where everybody's like subordinate to me you know and that's clearly what you what the time period was i mean that's like that would be the expect it'd be weird i guess back then if, if it wasn't that way but it's amazing how it changed in six years from this and Christmas vacation where the dynamic was in play, but it felt more about him being a bumbling idiot in Christmas vacation and misplaced expectations and her just kind of having to like endure it right. versus and here. It, you're right. It, it felt, sometimes. yeah. And in this, in this, in the original, it feels much more like, well, Clark's the man of the family. So they're going to do it that way. Exactly. And, and that's, a, you know, even the scenes where, you know, they're, they're like sharing moments together. It's like, it's, it, it, it doesn't hit as well as it would with, in a modern world because it's not clear to in the movie it's not clear that she's also like working really hard to make this work you know like she doesn't have her yeah. own struggles like you make this movie now you'd have you'd have lots of scenes where she's like dealing with her own shit trying to get the kids to do certain things or right. or 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 like nagging him about having not done this before or or something you know there there would have been more, but there's nothing from her she's inert she's just there you know right yeah, other worst sort of outdoor moments for me. Like I, I think they could have shown a few more of the iconic outdoor spots or going through Flagstaff or going through some of these places. Right. They could have like that would have been nice to get a little more of the outdoorsy vibe there. You're well, going you through them that. anyway. You, you could have done, done easily. Like, yeah. But I'm also the, like that's what you would have done. Like yeah, they, you, I mean the Grand Canyon, some mountains in Colorado. That makes sense. But yeah, there, you would have done that on this road trip. I would have. That would have been cooler. And the other thing I had is, is amusement parks as a vacation destination. I am anti-amusement. It's like I, I'm a weird I'm anti-amusement parks in general. I will go for like a day if you buy like the super accelerated expensive fast pass and I don't have to wait in line and I'll have fun. But then that's it. Like I'm not going to go. People get like season passes to amusement parks like I don't understand. Magic Mountain, I used to go there, you know, once a year or something. Which right. is how, yeah. Like Colossus is that big white roller coaster. That's the first roller coaster I ever went on. Um, good to see it. Going to see the old lady on the uh, on the screen, but um, I absolutely love amusement parks. I don't know what it is. Like I'm so ant. I'm like very anti like packaged bullshit American garbage things. Like this is the most packaged bullshit you I know, can get. But like, there's a weird part of me that finds that like deeply comforting, you know. And and like, I love the idea of going to Disneyland and getting swept away at like Pirates of the Caribbean. This like fully yeah. manicured little world where nothing you don't have to think about anything else you're just there for the day like that sounds really appealing also i i, I love roller coasters i think they're incredibly fun i guess it's more of the vacation idea so when uh, oh i would I never up, vacation there well that's ass. it we so yeah. I, I grew up near hershey park in hershey pennsylvania which is kind of a that's a that was a thing we'd go every summer as kids and also back you know when we were growing up too amusement parks were a big deal you got to yeah. go ride the roller coaster definitely now not a other big things deal we can anymore. Do. Yeah. no not as much I never understood when we started having kids and people would like have their six month old to like three year old and be like, we're going to fly to Disney World. Like, why? The kids aren't even going to remember it. I don't understand this. Now that I live within like an hour's drive of Disneyland, we haven't been yet since we moved down here, but it's like, oh, it's there. We'll get there. You know, yeah. like I know we're going to go. But also when and we've been to Universal, but the idea of waiting in a three hour line to go on a two minute ride, like I'm just not down with that. Like, no. I, I agree though. Like I like it's so deflating knowing that's their destination. Like you pass up all these epic <laughs> outdoor things and you're like to go there. I, yeah, he's they're looking at the Grand Canyon and he goes, Oh yeah, there it is, and gets in the car. Like, dude. Well, he did so just rob a hotel. That's a good point. That's yeah. true. He did. He did. So best use of outdoor gear, footwear, and apparel. I had just, you know, at a, probably at tying a his pants around his head to keep the sun off. Oh, I desert. didn't think of that. That's really good. I wrote the, the roof rack, I thought was great on the car, you know. Yeah. They had the sleeping yeah. bag and just the family truckster instead. But I think you're, the 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 use of his own apparel to protect him from the sun was pretty good. 
it's as a car guy, it's hilarious to watch this movie and, and think about the raw size and all the shit going on in that car and how little cargo space it had. I mean, like, if you, if you, so the, <laughs> a, what were the equivalent? Like a Highlander? You wouldn't have had anything on the roof. Yeah, you what did they had, have in the back of the cargo or inside the car? I don't know. Nothing. Uh, nothing. Nothing. I mean, they had to make it look like they're, I mean, that was obviously part of the props, right? But like, even then though, but that car, the like, relatively roomy but i doubt it had more space than my rav4 does you know like it's no, just... always less guarantee is less plus just that giant giant vehicle my god um well and they missed the opportunity to put the jumper seat down the back and have the kids looking at the back because that was that was the key of those station wagons so that they that car was so ugly it was actually difficult for me to enjoy any of the scenes it was in but you know. uh the other thing i had for for gear and just sort of uh out use of the outdoors in general it's i wrote american tourist attractions which i just kind of love how they're highlighted mostly in the, the the postcards in the beginning but it really kind of highlights like how we're too young and maybe i'm thinking of this because i was in italy like a month ago but like too young of a country to really have anything to draw people like we need to get people gators and plaster dinosaurs to go look at if you don't want to go see the grand there, canyon there right? is there's there that's exactly right i mean there's there's a long history of that in the west um which is pretty interesting to to read about <laughs> at a certain point maybe that stuff becomes old enough to where it does seem like intrinsically interesting on its own but no you had to make giant giant donuts and giant dinosaurs right? and shit like that and the other thing i wrote down was a uh, members only jacket with the sleeves pushed up is that underrated because it actually well, pretty good so i was really good okay so i spent a lot of time thinking about his wardrobe in this movie <laughs> and i there's he he's a bigish dude i think maybe yeah, he's like tall. fairly tall and like not yeah. broad shoulders i i couldn't pull that off god i wish i could i wish he looked I good with his the, even the pleated great. khaki shorts pleat and they were short shorts with pleats and he it looked still great. looked good his, on him no short socks shorts in his are great i'm, a, I'm yeah. a short shorts guy so i like that's great he looked great he's a handsome he's a handsome dude all tan and like fit back then like young full of life god it's good to see chevy chase like that right it was good to see him like that. Um, and those white shoes, come on! Oh my god, those were amazing. That's a good scene when he goes in, when he goes into the bar. Like I, I love. I don't that. even remember why they got mad. It was like the silliest little argument, and like goes into the bar. He's like, "Well, screw! It. I'm gonna start. I'm just gonna start trying to hit on ladies right in the hotel bar." Right. Yeah. So for outdoor lessons learned, though, I have uh, Google Maps make the internet worth it. I know you're anti-internet, but I think Do they like, even I have a... maps. <laughs> they had a map, I think, in the car. Yeah. I completely forgot. I drove for at least 10 years, probably no more than 10 years without the internet, more than 10 years in, in the car, like 15 plus years without the internet in my car. I can't remember doing it. Yeah. I did another other outdoor lessons, you know, know where your gas cap is located before leaving for your road trip. That's probably a good one. You so know? That, I was thinking about it. The gas, the gas cap would for sure have been, it would 100% have been behind that license plate. Yes, we. I had cars growing up where that was the gas. Where the gas yeah, was. It, def, yeah. it, it would not have been near the engine ever. But it would. <laughs> that is still a funny scene. But also, yeah. it's like, it's like, is that supposed to make Ellen look good or like? Because she, she's like, I think, is this the gas? Like she's well, the one that finds it. But even then, she's like, is this the gas can? But that's like, there's another setting the stage for her figuring out the lights in Christmas Vacation. Totally. She's the one who flips it. But there, she she puts it together in her head yeah. and flips the light on, and then is cool and doesn't tell Clark right. Here, you're right. It was a little more like, oh, is this where the gas goes? So, yeah. 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 Uh, another one, keep away from your extended family on any road trip. That's you know, for that sure was the true. downfall. You went to yeah. like the cousin's house and then you got Why? stuck with Aunt Edna. He didn't want to. Is that his cousin or, or Ellen's but cousin? 
well, I don't know if you we, you did, we would definitely plan trips around like going to see family and staying with family on certain. You know trips. how hard it is to get me on the phone. I don't do that shit. Like if I don't want it, like if I'm doing no, no, I'm not. I'm not going out of my way to do anything that I wasn't already set out to do. I would not have done that. We I'll also the first to tell you. We learned most outdoorsy families have dogs, so we learned that if you do forget to load your dog, it can probably keep up with you for a mile or so, according to the cop. That's a good scene. <laughs> Cops so mad. Scene, right? They both cry. That's a good scene. So lingering rock fights and questions. You know, I definitely take an issue with the route they chose. I mean, I mapped it out. I was thinking about that. Yeah. yeah. The most direct uh, to Chicago to L.A. is 80. You pick up 70 in Denver, pick up the 15 in Utah. But they wouldn't then... have been doing the most direct route. No, but there was plenty of opportunities for shenanigans on the direct route. I mean, you're going to go through Colorado, Utah, yeah. into Southern California. I mean, there's a lot you could do there. Well, at one point she says something about Highway 50, which is the route that we took, which is oh. where I would go if I were to okay. do it again, because it's smaller and it's, it's called, it's all, it's like, I know that route 66 is sometimes called this too, but 50, if you look at like a lot of like road trip books is called like America's main street. Cause it okay. ends up going through a lot of, you'll be driving on like a highway and then all of a sudden it, things slow down. Now you're, now you're going through the main street of some like podunk Kansas town, you know? Yeah. So like, but at one point she says that I'm like, Oh yeah. Like I was on 50. That was great. Like I, it brought back some nice memories. I, I thought of it. And I guess, look, they had, they got it. They probably used the uh, seeing the family in Kansas as the plot device to get him to do this. But the idea of leaving Chicago to go to California and then just driving due south to St. Louis like that, that drove me nuts. And then maybe that's just like on the logistical dad side of me. Like, I'm like, I wouldn't do that. You do get to see the um, and I'm as someone who's never lived outside of the West. It always like blows my mind when you realize how how like big and expansive it is once you just hit like basically anything like West of Chicago, really. Yeah. Um, You know, and it's 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 kind of neat to see that you know where that right. would have been exciting to people that have never i also might like fuck chicago's that far away like it's, yeah <laughs> like new york's only three like chicago's only 500 miles from new york is that it's not that far yeah it's God, pretty easy amazing. to drive from yeah uh neighbors seeing you off as you leave for a trip i wrote that uh, was that would happen thing. so i thought about that that would happen that happens here like in, yeah. on my street oh like still yeah really just because we're always outside, we're always out front. Like my, I live on, I live on a little slice of 1980s, like small town America, where like, <laughs> like you know, we're we're like borrow sugar and shit from each other all the time, and like, I uh, see that more than this one. This feels like because, and I actually texted my mom to see if this was a thing growing up, but she's like, oh yeah, that was definitely a thing. And I, I think I feel like that's more of a going on a trip was a much bigger deal, then. much bigger deal. That's true. Yeah. I mean, but we like if. My neighbors wouldn't necessarily come over if they like knew that we were going to leave at 8 a.m. to to see us off. But like if they saw yeah. us packing all of our shit up or whatever, they'd be like, come over and like talk about it. They'd, they would know where we were going and we would wave. That happens. That okay. happens. All I right. thought about then that. It's still happening somewhere. I that's thought about nice that when it like my first thought was, oh, is that weird? I'm like, no, we we kind of do that. But I, I, I don't think that's normal now. Yeah, and so the only two things that I really want to call out, call the filmmakers on, which you could have maybe thought of at the time was the definitely the the, the guy when the, the neighbors seen them off in the beginning is like watch out for indians like that was a little rough and then uh and then obviously the scene in st louis which while funny definitely not what you want in 2023 no, and you know yeah. let's play into a stereotype that was a little yeah. tough yeah that was that, that that's it's funny how those things can actually be uh, make you so uncomfortable to watch now yeah i mean uh, that it, it line does. i remember my friends and i loving that line when he's getting the guys giving him directions and he's like oh no fuck that you don't want to go that way like you know <laughs> like that like that whole that what he says is hilarious but it's like this is i this. fast forwarded through it did you didn't even watch it i just like i'm gonna cringe too much <laughs> that was but again i i was expecting more of that i really thought there was like a probably a handful more than those couple of scenes um and I, those are the only ones i really noticed uh and i do want to mention the copper tone sign and the gift shop 
I want to mention well, the, gift shops. Remember how big a deal gift shops were growing up? Yeah. Because it was a gift shop. Like, I got to spend money in the gift shop. There's a hotel gift shop. I got to buy something. Totally. And the Rocky Balboa trading card that the cousin had in Kansas, like, stuck in the mirror was spectacular. I loved that. I I, I forgot about that. Yeah. yeah. That was cool. I, but, I wonder if, I guess they must have made those. I mean, that was a real thing, I suppose. <laughs> Stallone insisted on it. But, that uh, scene where Anthony Michael Hall, like, kind of just in awe of that kid having nothing to do was pretty amazing. Right. Cause that we flip now, don't you think? Like if they went to, if you did that now and like they showed up this like farmhouse mm-hmm. thing in Kansas, like the the city kids would all think the country kids were the cool as hell. Probably, yeah. How about when Audrey tells her friend that being a farmer isn't cool? Like she yeah, just that was weak. Up, she just straight oh, up way, was like, "Hey, I, I, I hate to tell you this, but being a farmer is not very cool." Just, that was like, rude as shit, what? man. That was rude then. That is something to do. Like you that know, was and that so was Jane gnarly, Krakowski, but... by the way. I totally forgot that that was Jane Krakowski. Really. Yeah, from uh, 30 Rock and like... Uh, That's why she roles. looked familiar. Okay. Yeah. Shame on me for not mentioning that in the production notes. Well, anyway, that kind of brings... I, unless you have anything else in the, in the picking nits, you know, we can kind of get into, you know, does this movie make you want to go outside? It makes me... I don't have any other nits to pick. It, it definitely makes... Even though it's a disaster from start to finish, <laughs> it still makes you want to go on a road... It does kind of make you want to go on a road trip. Yeah, I agree with that. And It did. I mean, even yeah. the stuff that was stressing me out, like it made me like... God, you know, we should get the family. We, get, we should go somewhere. We, we just get in the car and go somewhere. Well, it, I mean, like at the end of the day, it's kind of it's kind of winking at you, right? Like, like it's totally. like this is a good. This is a this is the great American tradition. I think that that used to be a much bigger deal. I don't think it would even occur to you to make a movie about a family road trip anymore. I mean, I guess they do. You still kind of do, but but those are there's like something else going on with those. It's not just like a a, a, road, a movie, you know, where a family's going to go west just for the sake of going west. So that that's kind of a. I don't know if people do that anymore. You'd you'd fly, I guess. I don't know. We definitely would fly. Oh, that was funny. How many jokes they were making about flying? It's just yeah. like you know, but yeah, you should definitely have flown. <laughs> that makes a lot more sense. But it, it, it it's like even even knowing that like if I were to pack my family up and like drive to Chicago, for example, like you know, the, I would probably regret it pretty quick. But you'd still have a like I don't know. You'd have a nice time and you'd you'd see some stuff and it, and, it, and yeah. it makes you want to go on a vacation. Yeah, and I mean, so yeah, for me too, that definitely makes me want to go on a road trip, and then. I don't know. I just kind of also look at the just the legacy of the film and like, yeah, it definitely is one of those. It's a weird film in that. Yeah, I agree with you. It's probably about a five out of ten. You go two star film kind of thing. However, the impact it left is pretty huge. Mm-hmm. I mean, like think about the kinds of movies we get, you know, it kind of expanded the, the National Lampoon legacy, which then led to other things and all the people. Look at all the people who came out of this, like who are mm-hmm. in it. You know, we've seen, you know, Anthony Michael Hall, Eugene Levy, Levy John Candy, these guys who went on to some, you know pretty good careers. You know, they were all sort of like bit players. And I think that's the whole Second City National Lampoon thing. Right. But pretty, uh, pretty healthy legacy there for National Lampoon's vacation. I mean, it spawned, you know, four sequels. All right. Yeah. Well, that's vacation. Any, any last thoughts? I think it. Uh, my last thought would be if you're listening to this and you're like, you know what, I'm going to give that a watch. Wait till the winter, because I think I think if you watch this movie in the winter time, you'd be so pumped to get the hell out and like right. go on a trip that you might enjoy it more. Yeah. But uh, you know, I don't know. Or 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 also, don't watch your favorite '80s movies if you haven't seen it in 15 years. Like just just live with the memories. Live that you with have. the memories. You live know? with the memories. Unless it's Fletch, because that movie is brilliant. But uh, you know. You, you, you remember all the good parts. You don't remember the bad parts. It's probably for the best. All right. That'll do it. That's uh, no no, uh, no Tales from the Trail this week. We're going to get back to it next week because uh, I got to run. But uh, Well, I didn't do anything this week anyway, so that's perfect. Yeah, it was kind of a lazy week over here, too. Although mm-hmm. I did I did finally put on a, a thin wetsuit. I finally put my 4.3 away and got out my 2 millimeter suit. 
I touched some once, dude. <laughs> I moved them around from one place to another in my garage. And I, I surfed for like 45 minutes. It wasn't really even that worth it. But mm-hmm. All right. We'll see you next week. Okay. Take it easy. <laughs>